This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. Hello, family and friends. I'm Renette Marburg, ready to meet with you on my program, Rise. On this program, we have honest and truthful conversations around family challenges relevant to you. Rise on Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Finding God's truth for a way forward together. Good afternoon, family and friends, and welcome. Oh, good sunny, sunny day today. And thank you for joining me, Renette Marburg, on my program called Rise on 7 to 9 a.m. And yes, we've got an interesting, wonderful program. I know the school holidays, but this is probably just when we need to hear about it. Uh, we are going to really talk about um, that our children aren't okay at the moment. And uh, I've got the privilege of having Pastor Eric Lemkul in the, in the studio with me today. He is from iChurch and he has got a profound message for us as parents of trying to get the moral compass back into our homes and into into a, uh, bringing our children into a full alignment with his word. So, Pastor Lemkil, thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, I've had you on before, but this is now just you and me today. So I'm really privileged to have you, and I know we're going to have a powerful, uh, profound session today. So welcome. Well, thank you, Raynette. It's an honor and privilege to be with you today again in studio, and I'm so looking forward to this discussion that we will be having regarding the youth and the next generation and i know that god has called them by name and Amen. i know that he has a plan and purpose for their lives so it's such an honor to be here thank you for the praise invitation. the lord praise the lord so but we're going to first listen to christy knuckles everything is mine in you good afternoon family and friends and i just want to encourage you today thank you for joining us this afternoon we have the privilege of having Pastor Eric Lemkel in the studio with us today from iChurch and he's got such amazing uh, information for us, for our students and our, our youth that are struggling at the moment um, through different uh, aspects of life. But first of all, I just want to do some formalities that you're welcome to contact us on WhatsApp. Um, we, our number is 081-729-1657. Our telegram number is exactly the same. It's 081-729-1657. And our SMS line is 37988. And we have a counseling department as well, which is on 21 9177 and you can press just ask for option one and it's very important that you can possibly just contact us if you are in dire need doesn't matter what time there will be somebody that can come respond to you and see if they can direct you and help you and assist you in any way but first of all I want you to go onto our Facebook we are live and um, it's quite uh, daunting for me as I said we are born you know as presenters so I'm really behind the screen uh, behind the screen people so anyway, this is a new thing for us as well. So hi, and um, thank you for joining us. And, uh, you know, as you know, this is a program where we really come and talk about issues that really affect the family and often not spoken about or even heard or listened to. So we are always, my program is always here. Come and listen and learn. So let us see what we can 
ask uh, Pastor uh, Lemkul here. He is involved with some uh, amazing programs in the schools. So, Pastor Lemkul, you know, you are currently involved with an organization. It's not really about the organization. It's just your passion for the youth. So, give us a little bit of a background of your youth and what our youth looks like and what the challenges that they are experiencing right now. So, welcome and thank you for joining me today. Thank you, Renette. Um, yes, as we've previously discussed, it's like as if the time difference between me being a youngster and now it's it's totally different. It was a different different dynamic. It was different situations at hand. There were different complications to life than what we are facing today. And um, I I said the other day at the youth conference, it's it's like as if the youth of today they are experiencing like. A hundred percent more than what we've experienced in our time. Yes. Uh, we love to play outside and spend time with friends and just enjoy the moments with our friends. Um, and these days, they are facing challenges like social media, um, yeah, all the different platforms that in which they can engage with one another. Um, there are also uh, difficult things that that happens in in people's lives because of ungodliness in the house. And also the unsatisfaction of their own needs, and um, yeah, we we've just discovered that that one of the critical issues in these days is that we are actually um, as as in the time of Joshua, where Moses was the leader of Israel, and he was leading this nation, and as he died, there there was someone that needed to take up that role and responsibility, yes. and take up the ownership of leading a nation, and and it's as if in today's time frame we are we are have this lost generation because mm-hmm. of not someone taking ownership and the lead to lead this 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 generation and what what's so pivotal to the story is that um he came he took over the leadership from Moses and there were people that saying no you can't conquer the promised land and they turned away they ran away and and he and Caleb he, they decided we will enter this promised land they entered the promised land and what happened? They immediately were faced with challenges. And I think in our lives today, we are so confronted by challenges. We've spoken about it before the session. And um, yeah, I, I, it's as if we are already in the promised land that God has given us. But we, we expect that in the promised land, there's no challenges. But there, mm-hmm. there is challenges. They faced the challenges. Yes, but they they were man enough to to stand stand, and to to conquer. conquer. And you think about the first battle with Jericho. The walls came tumbling down and yeah, there was victory. And then they met with I. And I Mm. always say that's where the word I comes from. (laughs) 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 Because it's it's, uh, I, shame, they lost. But then then there's 16 other battles that came up. And they overcome those battles. They overcame it by 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 being dependent and also um, being obedient to God, because God spoken a word, and because of that word, they could conquer the battles. But if we can just realize, even when we are in the promised land, challenges will always be part of our lives, and it's how to handle and how to deal with these challenges and how to navigate, navigate it. Yes, yeah. and that and that is pivotal. Mm. And you know, but then again. Our leaders, as you said, in the home, mm-hmm. in the church, in the body of Christ, in the government, in our schools, 
all have to be on that page. And that is where we're dropping the ball, I think. A lot of our children actually, the the rudder is sick Mm. and the captains are on on another direction. So we really have to be very aware of the the status of our homes and yes. our schools. So, you know, what is it that um you know, what, what you know, the the whole Abram story as well is mm. also about, you know, leading the nations yes. and uh you know, uh, you know, giving a being you know, we've been given a generation. Yes. And and um, you know how we're fathering them and how are we leading them? So what is it that you feel that we could really start uh, being expectant of? Mm. You know, in the word of uh, what God has promised us, even though it looks impossible. (laughs) I'm so glad you asked that question because I was thinking about it last week. God actually states all across the word that He is a righteous God. Mm-hmm. And we are seeing and we are experiencing this ungodliness around us. Mm-hmm. But he's still the righteous God. And he says, don't take the wrath of God upon yourself. <laughs> That's what God actually says no. to us. He says, doesn't, you, you don't take the wrath of God on yourself. I'm the righteous God and I will fight for you. There's a scripture in Isaiah. There's one in Romans that refers about it. But it's also in Galatians 6, this part that actually just touches my life. When I read it, it speaks about that we need to carry the burdens of one another. And that's something that we forget in life. Um, And one of our new series is that we will be handling at iChurch in the four weeks coming is in your shoes. How do I walk in someone else's shoes? I can't judge them. I can't um, bring condemnation over their life because I haven't walked the road that they have walked. I haven't uh, experienced what they've experience so so we can't judge anymore from a place of um, not knowing what that individual goes through and that especially with the youth also our youth are going through lots of pressurized um, things in their lives they are challenged by by being worthy being valued being uh, found in identity and I think that's the thing that that I'm working with the youth is to say listen there is something that the world can bring to your side that can give you value worthiness or, or identity but the true essence of who you are is found in Christ yes. that's the foundation you can't seek for for more value, more worthiness, more truth um, in the world because the world will let you down. He's, the word says, don't lean on your own understanding, but trust Which in the Lord. Which is carnal. Yeah, yeah. So, so we can't go into that space of saying, listen, um, it's, yeah, uh, Ken Blanchet, I, I love his books on leadership, and he especially talks about two types of leadership. He, he speaks about the one that is self-centered, and then he talks about the servant leader sure. and how he brings Jesus into this conversation and saying, listen, uh, as a leader, you you do not function from a place of self-serving um, leadership. You come to a place of it's servant leadership first. And that's what Jesus modeled for us, is that we need to be servants in his kingdom. And if we work to a place of being self-recognized or self um Embodied or self, self, uh, selflessness, we we will come to a place of realizing that the servant heart is 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 non-existent, and and that's what I want to bring back into the youth by saying, listen, 
care about your oma and your opa. Yes. <laughs> respect your parents. Amen. Um, the Bible teaches us. It says, remember those who led you. Mm. And one of the things of being self-led is we don't recognize the people that came before us. And we are not willing to take their wisdom and instructions mm. and guidance to heart. We are actually saying, listen, uh, times are different now. I'm going to do it as it's set up here in front of me. But it's, uh, but it's, it's actually um, going back to those who led you, the leaders that came before you. Mm. How do you recognize the wisdom and the, the insight that they have they have given you and how do you utilize it in your your daily life so yes, yeah, yeah like the ancient paths eh? yes. <laughs> and that is so true you know um i just listened to somebody saying uh there was a, a, a you know a guy that was just saying now we must take out the center page mm. of the bible because the old testament and the new testament is it's god is god all the way from the beginning to the end and everything is connected so why are we sort of separating that oh that is olden days or that's the old testament and all that stuff we need to see the word for Mm. who it is because it came from god and as you said he is all sovereign yeah and he is the beginning and the end of everything yes. and um you know you you obviously touched on the the purposes and the plans for each and every child that is born no matter where they're at and um i think that is such an incredible promise from the lord and honoring your mother and father is so pivotal in the in you know even us as adults need to honor our mm. mothers and fathers yeah. we even disrespect them at this stage and like put park them in an old age home or something and think this is okay mm. and no, don't visit and don't uh, meet mm. with them and um, it is powerful what you are saying because sometimes we behave like children as well as, yep. as adults <laughs> <laughs> you know? so personally Kill, you know I, I just think what you've shared with us right now um, you know you obviously your testimony is going to come through the through the, the, the program because you know what your father did mm. I really want you to share with us that is so incredibly beautiful Um, So, you know, we just want to uh, encourage you um, as well just to contact us in this time and listen to this message because this what is what uh, Pastor Lemkel is going to share in in the next session um, about, you know, what are the struggles and how are we going to listen and learn Mm -hmm. from our children? Um, And we need to hear. We need to hear and see. We're not like, you know, I mean, Eli, Eli was also mm. was quiet because Samuel was yes. the one that heard. Yeah. And that is also we needing to listen. Mm. Beautiful. So um, as I was saying now, we're going to, I think we're going to listen to Joe Niemand. He won because we've got lots of information in the next session. So we would like to listen to Joe Niemand and we will back, be back sooner than later. And um, yes, we're on Facebook Live. Uh, join us a little bit later and uh, meet with us and see what our guests look like as well. And uh, it's exciting times and we'll be right back. We're back and we will be with you right now. And we are enjoying load shedding right now. <laughs> and it's not exciting at all. <laughs> and it's always unexpected. But we are living in a, sit- a situation now where we just have to Go with the flow. 
<laughs> and be the light ourselves in the process. <laughs> but we have to make light of it, and God is in control. And we will just enjoy the program as it c- comes back. And um, the sooner that we get onto the air again, uh, you know, we've got things in place, fortunately, and we've got an amazing technical team that just stands behind us and just comes and saves the day for us. We are so blessed. And, um, yeah, so we are looking forward to that. And then we will be with you sooner than later. Um, And we will absolutely carry on with our interview and I think we're just going to carry on with the interview we'll get back with a song as soon as everything comes on again and uh, so Pastor Limkil thank you so much for joining us and I'm sorry about the, the hiccup but you know this is where we are right now but God is in control and we are so blessed so I know that you've got this incredible passion for this for the youth so you've obviously got involved with um, you know the the with the youth in a in with a program that you will are following, and you like in over a hundred and nine ca- uh, uh, schools right yes. now, and there's a huge amount of <laughs> schools and a huge amount of students that you're impacting. Yeah. So please just let us know um, what is it that you are busy with, and what does the program look like, and why is it happening, yes. and all that. Well, thank you, Rainet. Yeah, I'm part of the organization called Tree Transforming Educational Environments. Um, I've been with the organization for over 12 years and it's it's such a joy to see how this organization is just bringing impact into schools across South Africa. You've mentioned now the 109 um, schools that we are part of. We have about over, the eight, over 80 um, youth coaches that are also involved in the schools. And we plant um, youth coaches in schools across South Africa uh, with the vision to focus on the school, to effectively create a strategy so that we can invest and implement um, quality education to to the children. Um, Also, youth coaching role that we are fulfilling, um, counseling that takes place. There are also programs that we present to the children to help them to grow in their personal lives but also in family life uh, also we have a sporting program that we 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 um, present and also it's also focused on the holistic approach of um, what we say it's personal growth spiritual growth mm. emotional growth and then also the physical growth so they are they are programs that we we combined with the strategy and the vision of the school and just align them together and then bring this uh, program together yeah. mm. so it's very important about the alignment mm. because that is um, you know we Every, all the senses have to be sort of uh, checked yes and uh, you know children can sort of get overstimulated in one area and then get fall behind in another area. So when you go into the schools, um, you know, what is your people's common issues that keep popping Mm. up their head? You know, we, you know, I've also been working in schools, uh, you know, with, with ascribing Mm. and the social psychology. Uh, We're just finding things like, you know, transgender and gender, you know, gender, based violence mm-hmm. even amongst themselves, yeah. uh, bullying and all that type of thing. So what is it that you are finding that are most common yes. amongst our children and where is it? Where's the roots of yes. that? Yeah, uh, I think it differs from, from which school you are in. 
um, we have like private schools, we have like public schools, um, we also serve uh, non-profit schools that is actually like, um, I can say, Christian-based schools. Um, yeah, and, and in the public schools you will find similarities from what the private school entails, but the public schools are more focused on education and sport and, and how they as a school can grow. Um, yes. To actually be one of the best schools in the the country mm -hmm. or, or in geographical area, then you have private schools that actually functions on their own curriculum, so its own curriculum, own values. Um, they they compete against one another, and I think in the in the public schools you get more of your conservative people. Um, and in the public schools, you get a variety of different cultures, yes. also different mm. uh, backgrounds. And and our youth coaches are placed into the schools to, to bring change uh, and find the kids where they're at. John C. Maxwell always said, yeah, you, f you take people from where they are at. And, and we just, we just uh, live out that vision of bringing youth coaches into school, um, getting to know the culture, the community, the geographical area, the background stories, and then work with the kids from that space. Um, so yeah, at the, at the public schools, you get children that are really challenged and faced by um, parents not being involved as much. There is money in the house, but there's mm -hmm. no um, room for relationship. In the in the public schools, you get people that l really love their children, um, but they they work so hard to to give them the yeah, best. to give them the best. So and and then there's not always time and and love and acknowledgement to the children and relationship that, yeah. again, mm. or as you say, quality yeah, time. Yeah. So it's all driven, 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 and not purposeful. Yes, hey, yes. we I think we spoke about that before, about purpose driven yeah. and not purposeful. Mm. So, um, you know, at the end of the day, the children are really um, high capacity expectancies. Mm. And, you know, they say sometimes good children aren't happy children. Um, and they've got more issues than mm. those that are acting out. So at the end of the day, um, you know, we have high performances, academic and you say as a school as well. So they come from home being driven, yes. go to school being driven, and then they lose themselves in the process. Mm. So what is it that, how, do, how are you navigating that when, in your people's program? Mm. Yes, I think uh, one of the best things and tools that we actually have is the the consulta partnership that we have where we actually go and do analysis on the children and the parents and also the teachers. So it's like a survey, they fill it in for us and we get content or, or information back on how healthy is the school. And then we approach the school from that place because in the analysis, you can see there are children that maybe face drug abuse, um, and maybe it's 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 different kinds of abuse, but also there are challenges like people that are um, in captivity of of sin, like uh, pornography and stuff like um, children smoking weed and and dacha and stuff mm -hmm. like that. And then there's also like you've mentioned the gender-based violence. There is the the fact that uh, the transgender um, approach that's that's taking hold now of the children. Um, so 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 there are different elements in each school, and we address those elements by having the necessary analysis or information in our hands, and then we use 
programs. Uh, we have programs like Training for Raining, Becoming a Lady. Um, we have we have Sozo. Sozo is an amazing um, thing that we use to just just facilitating a conversation between the child and God and mm. how they experience who they are, um, how they get saved, delivered, and healed. And we have um, so, uh, psychologists working with us. Um, one of our, our friends, uh, Dr. Mario Denton. Um, yes, he's one of my favorites. Yeah. I tell you now, he is so well mm. gifted in, in identifying all the different areas yes. that we need to serve. I love his program <laughs> that we do the serve. Oh, yeah. yes, absolutely. To make a difference is, is his, his topic always. Mm. And, and yeah, we, we really we find ways. We, we connect also with different organizations in building partnerships with them, helping us. Um, just to just to align, as we mentioned, to align God's will to the purpose and the plan that He has for them. Yeah. Incredible, incredible. So you know, we're just going to continue, you know, with the whole um, the whole interview right now mm. because I feel that we're just on a, on a roll, yes. and I feel that we can just cover so many aspects of of those um, issues. So with the program that you're. Um, are offering the schools you know you obviously do you have problems synchronizing parent school and student yes. how do you bring all that into alignment yes. so so one of the things that we've realized is that sometimes the child goes through a certain time where they are faced with a challenge but the parent doesn't know about it uh, the school knows about it, but the parent doesn't know about it. And then it's the responsibility of the school, maybe the counselor or the social worker, to uh, to call in the parents and to talk to the parents regarding the situation at hand. Um, but that's on a professional basis. Um, what our youth coaches do, they actually build quality relationship with the children. So the children feel even in their vulnerable stage, they can go to the youth coach and then talk to them regarding the situation or issue that they are dealing with. And then it's the it's it's measured by um, how can I say if the, if it needs to be referred to a professional, our youth coaches will refer it to a professional and also include the parents in the conversation. But if it's not something that needs to be handled professional, uh, the youth coach has the ability and also the knowledge to actually uh, invest in this kid's life. Like some of our youth coaches, they face serious problems with, with, with children uh, not knowing their identity or struggling with, with confusion and maybe sometimes it's just not doing well at school. Yes. Uh, academically. Yes, or academically, or yeah. they, they get despondent by um, their, their sport. They didn't, they didn't play the game as they, they wished or they maybe got dropped from the team. Mm. The youth coach goes into that space and just because we are focused on coaching. Them. Yeah, he listens. I always say there are three things that we do. We firstly listen, we give insight, and then we pray with them. And that's that's one of the critical stuff that 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 really helps us in this in the space that we are in to to really infiltrate and to influence the next generation with mm. God, the insight and wisdom. Yes. yes, that's powerful. And you know, the thing is, uh, what I'm just hearing now is that it's sometimes small things, but uh, you know, to to a young person mm. that's 
or you know teenager or hormonal going into adulthood mm. you know it can be very very serious to them you know what we think is minuscule and oh the child will get over it mm. and all that stuff or you know it's just a phase and all these kind of things we really really have to be finely tuned mm. to where our children are at you know when we in our days I mean we could play and we could act out and we were much more sitting at the dinner table and you know I think if you can just give us an, uh, sort of just give us some scenarios of your childhood and things that you would suggest uh, for our our families to just possibly start again yeah. and and you know we shared the last time it's quite simple according to the word you know uh, the gospel is so simple and it doesn't take a huge amount of time for you just to start your day with your family blessing your son blessing your yeah. daughter and just uh, getting that going you yeah. know so just share with us what your take is on that parenthood mm. of uh, yes and if the school comes to you with a problem that everybody comes together and participates yes. Yes. no I, I when when I, we talk about this question of of my parents um, developing me and my my sister to this age where we we could really um, just function in God's calling and his, his, his purposes for our lives um, there was a time period where where I recognized that my mom and dad they are really serving God and and that's that's one of the key elements in this discussion is uh, we always make the joke we say if you sleep for more than two weeks in a garage you you won't become a car exactly. and um, for me it's we grew we grew up in this Christian household we grew up with parents serving God but God actually just came personal for me at the age of 18 and uh, but for many years I've recognized that my my parents are God serving people and we go to church and everything but Christ came as a realization at the age of 18 for me firstly and and during those time periods from being a young boy up until being a a young adult there were certain development phases that was necessary in the life mm. uh, that that God, uh, that God laid on my parents' lives, and they needed to in, uh, install that into me and my sister. And um, one of the values that that I always recognize is the the role that my dad played. My dad was a he, well, he's still a very loving guy. Mm. Um, he has a love for people. He actually enjoys people a lot. He he's always open for a conversation, and 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 he will help everywhere. And and I I sensed in my life that that played a, a huge role in the way that I live my character. Um, and and my mom, she was also a God fearing woman. I I remember when me and my sister needed to stay with her during work time, she will grab the Bible and start reading verses. Uh, she would always have this prayer list within her closet, and 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 you will you will just know she was interceding for people at certain oh, stages. Powerful. So 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 it was so powerful growing up in this Christian household, also facing challenges. Uh, being a youngster or a kid or or a teenager but but knowing that my my parents served the lord with everything that actually was the the anchor yeah the anchor and and the step for me and my sister to to just experience and and love god also so um yeah my dad played a huge role also uh, he was an effective parent in in spending quality time with us um i remember even i'm eating the ball for 
from the house into the street or in the neighbor's um, <laughs> <Yard>. <laughs> yards and and you you would just run and go and fetch <laughs> it and it's every ball it's mm. <laughs> it's been it's it's all over the the, the, the show, the show. <laughs> and he just goes and he, that was quality time that was mm. but he was also a dad for for lots of my friends because mm. they grew up in houses where the the mom and dad got divorced or maybe the dad died at a very young age and he took up that 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 fathering heart and that's why i believe god has called me to father also the nation in certain yes. elements because you you can't just only be a father of your own children you need to take um it takes a village to raise a child we all know Amen. that that statement but but you need to be a fathering figure for the lost and the broken and um mm. your yeah, children in your environment so yeah i've learned a lot from my dad i've learned a lot from my mom but when god stirred my heart in in uh, 2010 it was it was actually as if i just recognized that there's a loving father um in heaven that 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 loves me so much and he wants to protect us he wants to love us he wants to give us guidance and counsel he wants to 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 um develop us also in relationship and there are certain elements that our parents can bring to our lives but it's necessary to actually grow in relationship with God also because he is the one that leads you and uh you can learn a lot from your parents in a time of being a child or a uh, or a young teen but when you get to a phase of young adult um, it's actually as if you need to entrust more on the Holy Spirit and God's voice to lead you um, apart from just what you have learned and experienced with your parents. So, so yeah, there's many things that I've learned over the years. Um, but one thing that stood out is my father's love for us. Um, also, my mom being an intercessor and also praying a lot. Uh, I remember this one time. I'm gonna share the story. I was yeah. I was um, writing my end year exam in matric, and um, my mom came, and she just she placed oil on my head, and she just started praying for me. And I'm like, <laughs> this is awkward. Um, but I'm I always remember my mom taking bold steps, yes. praying over yes. her children, um, trusting God for for word and for for the spirit to to lead us and and one of the stories when i got saved i got at home that evening it was about between two, 12 and 1 I got home and my mom was standing in the corridor and and she was actually just saying to me listen i knew you would come home tonight because i was partying and i was uh, so far away from god i was in clubs the whole time drinking smoking weird stuff and that evening when I stepped into the house, my mom said, you know what, I was praying for you and I, I knew you would come home. And that was the evening that I gave my heart to Jesus. So, oh, powerful. Yeah, so it was so powerful. Powerful, moment. powerful. Yeah. But, <clears throat> excuse me, we are going to listen to You The Reason by Johan Britz. Um, I am super blessed with his song every single time. I have him often on my program and I'm, I'm very fond of our local artist, Johan Britz and You The Reason. Good afternoon, family and friends, and we're back. And uh, w that was uh, Johan Britz, You Are The Reason. And um, yes, we've got an amazing guest in, in the studio with us, and he is Pastor um, 
uh, Eric Lemkill, and he's from iChurch, but he's just been sharing this wonderful life of his, as well as being a parent. And he's just going to share something with us I think we need to look at and how the Lord actually uses sometimes our problems in our in our lives to actually make us the parents and who we should be here. Mm. And uh, really, as parents, I think we need to take up our roles very seriously, get back into into the godly order that and the moral compass that the Lord has set for the family and get back into position with the Lord and uh, as a mother and a father and then your family and the rest of your household will serve the Lord. So we are so prom you know, such so amazing with the promises that we have. So Pastor Lemkill, if you can just you know, in these last few minutes that we have, can just share us with what you've got to say and seal it and let us see how we can how you can give us your details and all that if anybody needs help. Thank you, Renette. Yes. Um I think lastly I would like to share with you the way parents need to view their children. Um there's a different way of viewing your child when you um, know that you love your your child um, there, there's there's something about value when you when you see actually your child for who God made them to be and I'm gonna share quickly just a part of my personal story and my wife also she will come in and, and yes, join us gonna share that in the story future with us. but um, yeah I was I was a, a ministry leader at the children's ministry church and while I was ministering to the children, I actually felt like a disconnection towards the children. It felt like I couldn't break through to them or actually get to their level of, of reaching them. And then at the end in 2016, me and my wife got, well, she got pregnant and we were expecting a child. And um, yeah, God mentioned to me, I must name this, this child Nathan. And in the past tense, it actually means God has given. So we didn't realize it, but during the pregnancy stage, um, our child grew a deficiency, and at the day of his birth, he died. Sure. So, so we went through this this process of dealing with childbirth, um, and and something that God actually did that day was He changed my life in a way on how I look at children, how I view children, kids, and and um, I realized that day when I took my camera, walked to my son and took a photo of him. That's the way God sees us. Mm. God sees us through the lens of Christ. Even in the brokenness, even in the dysfunctionality, mm. even in the lostness, uh, he comes, he views us as perfect. Amen. And in that time period, God said to me, okay, you're not going to call your son just Nathan. You're going to call him Nathan Telios. Telios in the Greek means actually perfect. And, and just a viewpoint from... Even in the brokenness, God sees us perfectly healed mm. and, and made for a, for a certain purpose. Oh, I'm looking forward to that testimony. And I know that many of our listeners and a lot of our, you know, there are so many homes mm. that have gone through losing a child and have just not known how to be repaired and restored. Mm. Uh, so I'm, I'm really looking forward to that interview. So Pastor Limkil, thank you so much. How can we just connect with you? Um, I know you're part of our church and where are you situated and just your phone number, please. Yes. And so, your email address. So thank you, Renette. We are from iChurch. iChurch is a connection of family. We actually believe uh, God has called us to connect with families and people. We are in the Durbanville area in Aurora. There at the IPIC shopping center. 
um, at the top part where you will find the gym uh, we are situated there and then also people can contact us on a whatsapp number it's 072-410-5881 or if you would like to make contact and phone us it's 065-845-7307 and that's our contact details you can also go into Facebook and Instagram and uh, go view iChurch and we are based on the scriptural reference that says in Matthew 22 verse 36 and 37 love the Lord your God with all your heart and love your neighbor as you love yourself amen 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 thank you it was wonderful having you here today and yes we're just going to uh, end our um, session today with uh, Great Love by Freddie Vessels and I just want to thank you Pastor for joining us this afternoon I'm so happy I've met you (laughs) so we're going to look forward to having you and your wife uh, sooner than later on on another program and we really need to hear your testimony for healing for our people that have gone through what you've been through and I just want to say family and friends please keep your keep to the rules stick to the rules be safe and we will see you next week goodbye we'll see you sooner than later thank you god bless you have a great blessed week this insert was brought to you by radio k pulpit 7 to 9 a.m please visit kpulpit.co.za